Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight. Going to tackle this one solo today. And, uh, of course, those of you that have been watching CBS 21, you know that our weather team has actually branched out. It's funny, I, I kind of refer to it now as the New Cumberland Bureau of the First Warning Weather Center. But that's where I'm coming to you from here today on uh, this Friday morning. As we all continue to deal with what's going on in the world and certainly the pandemic and the quarantining that everybody's doing and the staying at home that everybody's doing, well, of course, at CBS 21, uh, we have done a lot of that ourselves as well. There's a lot of shared equipment in the television business, so we made a a pretty conscientious effort early on to uh, get the weather team and our management really spearheaded this to get our weather team broadcasting from home because uh, not only is there a lot of shared equipment in the world of television, but especially the weather department because you're talking about, you know, it's the most expensive computer in the building. Uh, it's the most powerful computer in the building, but there's only one weather computer in the building. So uh, the weather department is a totally shared space. Myself, Tom, Ed, Stacy, all, you know, literally sit in the same chair in the weather center uh, when it's our turn to be on duty. Uh, we use the same keyboard, the same mouse, and, you know, the same clicker that you see us hold on the air. Uh, we use that as well, and we it's all just a shared space. So, you know, when things started to get pretty serious, you know, we were still coming in trying to wipe things down, but uh, pretty early on. And uh, today wraps up my third straight week of doing weather from my living room uh, here at my home uh, pretty early on. Uh, our management team identified the weather department as uh, an area where we wanted to get uh, those folks out of the building and and uh, get them home. And I think right now, you know, folks are, uh, viewers are kind of getting used to it. Not only do you see your, your local broadcasters uh, coming to you from their homes, but, you know, even the national broadcasters are coming to you from their homes as well. The talk shows are coming to you from their homes. I'm a big sports guy. Uh, when I flip over to ESPN, all of their talking heads are pretty much coming to you from their individual homes. So it's just all part of what everybody is referring to as this new normal. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, uh, there is no playbook for this. <laughs> there was no playbook for this in the broadcast industry, you know, technology, Five years ago, I think we could have done done this, but it would have been difficult. Uh, but 10 years ago, I, it really, there wouldn't have been a way for this to have been accomplished with so many people coming to you from so many different areas. You know, back in the day, in order to do what we call a live shot in television, which, you know, is a report from the field, you would have had to have a live truck and a satellite dish and, you know, all of that stuff. And uh, thankfully now with technology, uh, basically you use the internet and you're able to, you know, send a signal via the internet uh, right back to the station, and they're able to put it up on air pretty much in real time. So uh, it's one of the benefits, certainly, of technology that we've been able to kind of spread out and be safe here uh, in the broadcast industry. So let's talk uh, a little bit of weather uh, because it has certainly been a wild week. But you know, want to stress that uh, you know this time of the year, early in springtime, this is not unusual. This is a time when we do get into severe weather season. Because it's a pretty age-old simple principle. You've got winter weather that's uh, trying desperately to hang on. And then you've got springtime warmth that's uh, trying to nudge on in. And I will give myself, and I'm literally doing it here, folks. I'm giving myself a little bit of a pat on the back. 
I always joke on these podcasts, you know, far be it for me to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. And look, there's nobody to even for me to respond to my stupid line there. But, uh, well, you know what? My dog Howie's in the room. Howie looked at me kind of weird, but he looks at me weird all the time. At any rate, uh, I mentioned uh, a while back that after this warm winter, I thought that our springtime would get off to a bit of a slow start. And what I meant by a slow start was a lot of days in the 50s and in the 60s. And, you know, sometimes you think conventional wisdom. Wow, we had a really, really mild winter. Uh, historic in terms of lack of snowfall. Each month over the winter was uh, above average. And when you talk about January, February, then even into March, we're talking substantially above average in terms of temperature. So why wouldn't that continue into springtime? Why wouldn't we you know, have a, a spring that started out with lots of days in the 70s. Look, you know, I didn't pull this out of my uh, rear end, so to speak. I was looking at long-term models, and I could kind of see that, like, the irony of ironies, and this is the way Mother Nature works, but the irony of ironies was that we were finally going to get into a colder pattern uh, just in time for it to not quite be cold enough for us to have snow. If we would have been in this pattern over the course of the winter, we would have had much more of a winter in terms of some snowfall. So that's just kind of the way things go sometimes with weather. That's why, you know, there are no absolutes with weather. We talk about this a lot. Just because, you know, one season is one way does not mean the next season is going to go that way as well. This is obviously a, an ever-changing situation, and uh, it's what keeps us engaged as meteorologists because we're always we're always chasing it. We're always uh, trying to figure out, you know, hey, you know, what's going to happen next? Not just tomorrow, but you know, what's going to happen next here in the long term over the course of the next month, the next two months, the next three months. So, um, not unusual uh, for us to get into this pattern where not only do we have some cold air, but then some warm air. This week, a perfect, perfect example. Uh, you know, no more so than what we've experienced here over the last 48 hours. And again, I'm coming to you here on Friday. Uh, This is the 10th day of April, uh, talking about the week that was. And you may recall Wednesday morning, uh, those folks that were up early enough, or maybe, you know, it rattled you out of bed. We had some thunderstorms swing through Wednesday morning that were fairly feisty for us. And it's the same line of thunderstorms that actually produced tornadoes in western PA. Thankfully, that line, uh, and it came through overnight, when you're less likely to have severe weather. But thankfully, that line weakened by the time it got to central Pennsylvania. And as a result, you know, we didn't have tornadic activity, but we did have some pretty strong thunderstorms. And again, that was very early Wednesday morning, basically from about 2 a.m. until about 5 a.m. By about 5 a.m., that was all wrapped up. That was the first front coming through. So, you know, by the time we got to Wednesday afternoon, you know, when you get, you know, real warm, Uh, The way you get rid of warm air is you kind of attack it with cold fronts. And that's what we've been doing here this week. And uh, just a heads up, I can see the mailman that is walking up the sidewalk. And he's going to be putting the mail in my mail slot in the front door in about five, four, three, two, one. And my dogs are going to go crazy. Yeah, as predicted. So this is what happens when you uh, do weather from the living room. What's so ironic, of course, is that. You folks with dogs know this. The mailman comes at the same time, basically within 15, 20 minutes every day. And every day, my dogs act like they're completely caught off guard. Who is this intruder? Who who has stuck something through our front door? It's one of the great things about having dogs. (laughs) Every day, they act like it's just this monumentous event that it really isn't. But 
at any rate, moving forward, and apologize if uh, the dogs continue to bark because now I see the garbage man is uh, coming down the street. But at any rate, uh, where was I? Yeah, we're talking about the springtime weather. So the first front came through Wednesday morning with the showers and the storms, and then things cleared out really nicely during the afternoon. That wasn't the full front coming through. And Wednesday afternoon, we got well into the 70s. Our official high on Wednesday, I believe, was 73 degrees. Okay, well, then the front came through yesterday, Thursday. Not only did we have the wind advisory, but we had strong thunderstorms swing through and, uh, unfortunately, some thunderstorm damage. Now, at this point in time, we don't have any reports of any injuries to anyone, but there was certainly property damage and there were certainly power outages. Um, I know my parents, they lost power at uh, their home, and they live uh, in Camp Hill. They lost power at 1030 last night, and as of about an hour ago, they still didn't have power. Uh, thankfully, they do have a backup generator, um, which is good, especially right now, because the other element of all of this is how much colder it got uh, by this morning. you got to think about this. 73 degrees, the high temperature Wednesday afternoon. Everybody you know, practicing their safe social distancing, but outside uh, you know, going for a walk, taking the pooch out for a walk, speaking of dogs, uh, just hanging out in the backyard. Uh, one thing I've smelled consistently here at my home in New Cumberland every night is the smell of backyard fires. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, you know, trying to find a way to get out of the house. And uh, it's funny, we had one at my house uh, last weekend, you know, just kind of sitting around the fire pit, you know, roasting the marshmallows, whatever. You know, it's better than sitting inside and staring at the same four walls. Um, So, you know, a lot of folks were doing that on Wednesday night. Well, fortunately here, uh, heading into the weekend, tonight definitely not going to be a good night for a fire. Uh, because it's going to be cold, and not only that, but it's going to be windy. It's going to be hard to kind of keep that fire going. But by the time we got to Friday morning, so we're talking about 36 hours or so here, we went from a high of 73 degrees uh, to wind chills this morning that were in the mid-20s across the board. And the lowest wind chill I saw uh, all morning was in Chambersburg. They had a wind chill this morning uh, around 6 a.m. of 18 degrees. I mean, that is a pretty dramatic temperature drop in the course of 36 hours. But that happens this time of year. And I was reminded of that and uh, posted this actually on my Facebook page, uh, one of those memories that pops up in your Facebook page. Uh, yesterday, April 9th, was the four-year anniversary, and it was a video of, uh, speaking of which, one of my dogs uh, running around in the backyard having a high old time because we had had some overnight snow, and we had had a couple of inches of snow, and I had taken her out very early in the morning at about 7 a.m. I'll assume that it was a, it ha- would have to be a Saturday or a Sunday because I was off and, and home at 7 a.m. and not at the station. Um, I've heard just, you know, really loving it and uh, running around in the snow at the time. She was only four months old, so she really had a lot of puppy in her. But, hey, that was four years ago yesterday that we had uh, some legitimate snow. So it happens here in early April. Not entirely unusual. One of the things I always try to stress to folks is, you know, it really doesn't get nice here and stay nice until May. That's a general rule of thumb. By the time you get to May, you know, there could be some cool days, but you're pretty much done with having to wear the heavy winter jacket, that type of thing. May 1st is usually kind of the the line of demarcation where the weather gets nice and stays nice. Uh, conversely, Sometimes I think people forget that we get into the fall and everybody thinks, okay, here we go, you know, uh, pumpkin spice, hay rides, here we go. And then, you know, we have three days in October where it's 90 degrees. Um, fall sometimes can take a, a long time for it to cool off and, 
and cool down. And a lot of times Mother Nature can be deceived in early spring and Mother Nature can be deceived in early fall because, uh, you know, the leaves start to change yet. It's still really warm. Uh, oh gosh, I want to say 2012, maybe 2013. Some of you probably remember, uh, the snow that we had uh, a few days before Halloween. And it was a pretty big time snow. It was like six, seven inches of snow and it was a heavy, wet snow, all kinds of power outages because all the leaves were still on the trees. So, you know, when you get early in seasons, you know, you, you, a lot of times get these these fights in between the two. And that's what we're experiencing here this week. You got winter that's trying to hang on. You got spring that's trying to move in. And that's also when we have a lot of bouts of severe weather. But looking forward here, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a warm-up, a, a pretty decent warm-up. Uh, for Easter Sunday, we're going to be in the uh, upper 60s. Some rain showers I think will develop Sunday late in the day, and right now, especially first half of the day of Monday, I think we're looking at scattered showers and, yes, maybe some thunderstorms. That's going to be our latest cold front that's going to come through. Meanwhile, on Monday, I think we're safely going to get uh, into the mid to low 70s. But then the rest of the week uh, looks fairly benign, fairly quiet. Could be some shower chances midweek, but it looks below average. By next week, our average high is in the low 60s. It's 60 degrees today. It'll be into the low 60s by next week. And I think most of our days next week, we're looking at highs that are going to be uh, mid to upper 50s. So it's going to be cooler than average right now, it looks like, for uh, much of next week. Uh, I think it's going to be until second half of April and uh, nudging into even early May that we start to see any kind of a significant warm-up for us. In fact, you know, you never say never. But decent chance we're into the 70s on Monday. That could be the last time we see the 70s for a couple of weeks. Uh, we may be 50s and 60s uh, for the next 10 to 14 days. I know it would be nice, uh, considering all that's going on, if we could get into a nice pattern here with sunshine and temperatures that are you know consistently into the 70s. But you know a lot of times that's just not in the cards here in uh, early April. So expect things to remain a little cooler than average. Uh, I think really for the remainder of April, and then we'll see what uh, May has in store for us. But hopefully it's some seasonable temperatures and and uh, some warmer temperatures uh, as well. And with that, you know, one of the uh, – it's it's so interesting right now and strange, and so many things are strange and bizarre uh, with this, again, new normal. But, um, you know, going when things really started to get – you know, real serious was, I remember it was, you know, fairly early in, in March. When I say fairly early, it was like March 11th, March 12th, uh, March 13th, right around in there. That's when all of a sudden there were, you know, all of these sports cancellations. And we found out, I remember in the span of three hours, it was like the NBA pulled teams off the floor right before the start of the game and suspended their season. Hockey suspended their season. We found out that Tom Hanks had coronavirus and the NC2A canceled their tournament. And that all happened in the span of about, you know, two or three hours. It was like, what just happened? And I, I believe that was on a Wednesday night uh, before St. Patty's Day, which was the following Tuesday. So, you know, about the time we started to transition into the middle of March as things were, you know, really, you know, kind of starting to get serious I really noticed it leading up to St. Patty's Day because normally when you're doing your St. Patty's Day forecast on the air, you do it in the context of, 
okay, folks, you know, uh, and for St. Patty's Day, it looks like a really nice day for, you know, your St. Patty's Day celebrations if you want to be outside or you're talking about it in the context of a parade. Hey, it's going to be really nice for the parade or, you know, bundle up for the parade, that type of thing. It was strange. And that's when it really hit me. It was like, okay, I can't talk about the weather on television anymore the way I've always talked about it, which is to say about outdoor plans, uh, about things that you may be doing, about gatherings. Uh, we always try to give forecasts whenever there's you know big concert events uh, in Hershey. That's all out the window. So we kind of had to change the context of, of how we do our weather. And the big questions that we're getting now are questions about, you know, hey, uh, is it going to be okay for me to go outside and garden? Uh, what about mowing the lawn? What about washing my car? Um, how, you know, what... <laughs> What's the what's it going to be like later on tonight uh, when I want to walk my dog? Um, things like that, the social distancing, everything that we're experiencing, and you know, for as much as we're all stuck inside, and for as much as we're all you know having to deal with you know this whole situation, you know, the idea of the weather being nice uh, still really matters to people. Um, you know, people constantly want to know. Even, you know, leading up to the weekend, you know, what's the weekend weather going to be like? Uh, you know, we want to go on a hike. You know, our family's going to go to a rail trail, uh, that type of thing. Practice our safe distancing, but still get outside and get some fresh air, which is good for you to get outside of your four walls and get some fresh air. So in that context, you know, there is a correlation between weather, mood, and even mental health. And, you know, I think a lot of folks know that, Unfortunately, you know, Seattle, uh, one of the rainiest, cloudiest cities in America, is also known, unfortunately, as the suicide capital of America. And a lot of people have always attributed that to the fact that weather affects mood. And when you're talking about clouds and when you're talking about, you know, rain, that does kind of dampen your spirits and dampen your mood. I can tell you just from even doing the weather from here inside my house, I'm doing it from my living room where there's three big windows in my living room. And when, you know, the sun is out and I've got the windows open like I did on Wednesday and the birds are chirping, I'm in a better mood. There, you know, there is, there have been studies done. There is scientific correlation between weather, mood, and overall mental health. And I think right now when so many of us are kind of struggling uh, mentally at times, I mean, let's not, you know, this is tough. This is difficult. And, it's more difficult for others than maybe it is for me. Um, but look, I mean, I think we all, I don't, I don't think anybody, the best way I can put it is I don't think anybody has the market cornered on feeling bad about this situation because everybody has their own unique situation. And I don't think anybody should, you know, say that theirs is worse than somebody else's because it affects all of us. Um, now, of course, if you have a family member or you are actually, uh, or a dear friend is literally struggling with the virus, okay, then certainly uh, your situation is worse than, than what a lot of us are experiencing. But I think kind of in general, all of us are finding a way to deal with this the best way that we can and to stay positive and to stay in it mentally and to not get discouraged and to not get depressed and to keep on keeping on. And from that standpoint, you know, I know personally when I'm doing my forecast at CBS 21, you know, that's the aspect I'm taking um, is – you know, sunshine and nice weather, whether or not we can really get outside and enjoy it the way we would have uh, prior to a month ago, you know, is still important. Um, so, you know, I, I root every day, just like you folks do, for 
sunny, blue skies, you know, sunshine, this time of year, sunshine and 70s and that type of thing, uh, because there is that direct correlation between uh, nice weather and mood and uh, overall mental health. So uh, with that, we'll wrap up this edition of It's Raining Mets. And uh, I've got a coffee cup here and I will raise a toast to uh, as many days of sunshine that we can work in here, here in this uh this early spring, even though it will be cooler next week, I do see several opportunities for us to uh, have some sunshine next week. And look, you know, even if it's only 55, 56 degrees, at least if it's sunny and not breezy like it is today, you know, I think it kind of helps our mental mood a little bit. And uh, eventually we'll get there and, you know, we'll get out of this. We've gotten a lot of questions about the correlation between sunshine, warmth, and will that actually impede the virus moving forward? And all of the research I've done is just like basically everything else with this virus. Nobody really knows. There are people that have the theory, you know, very smart people with a lot of degrees on the wall that have the theory that, yes, uh, th- that will slow this virus just like a flu. But let's face it, this virus is unlike anything we've ever seen, and it's certainly not the flu. So I don't think anybody can reasonably predict uh, what impact weather will have on this virus. But I do know that nice weather does have a positive impact on our mental health and on our overall outlook and what's going on around us. So let's hope for a lot of sunshine here uh, moving forward and uh, some nice spring weather to build on in here eventually, second half of April and getting into May. And Yep, with that, we will wrap up another edition of It's Raining Mets. Appreciate everybody tuning in. And, of course, we will continue to be with you here, providing you your forecast on CBS 21. Uh, Myself, Tom, Ed, Stacy, we're all working from home, and we're all staying with you as we all get through this virus. So appreciate you tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.